0: Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. With the wide open it's 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 just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my God!
1: Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh no. Oh, uh, here we go.
0: Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. The first period starts right now. Welcome to the next episode, High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. Robin, Dave. Hello,
1: hello everybody.
0: Are we a lonely boy? I don't know. We'll figure out after the show, All right? right. <laughs> Not it, the song. I would have went if I'm lonely. Well, well, no. But you know, we're trying to change it up this year. We're we're gonna do enough of the uh, enough enough of the, enough of the wrist tapping. Uh, perhaps a little bit of you know, fear the reaper every time some wrestler dies, but what have you? See, like,
1: since we're talking about jerseys and all that stuff today, yeah. I totally would have went with Springsteen. Springsteen, uh, Jersey Girl.
0: Ah, that's okay. You want me to cut the cut the audio here so you can do your uh, rendition of uh... what?
1: <laughs> to do a Springsteen fucking <laughs> interpretation, all you have to do is sound like you're really trying to push. <laughs> Uh, and in Jersey. In Jersey.
0: All right, now we're now now we're leaning into yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now we're leaning into a little bit of opening Anthony, but that's okay. Ice right, Sticks and Super kicks Podcast Pod dot com your home for the perfect blend of hockey and pro wrestling talk by your pal Rob and coffee over there.
1: Coffee, I
0: did. <laughs> so what's going on? We it was a quick turnaround. It's like it's like one of those like back to back games, yeah. right? We did it Friday, now we're doing it Wednesday. You're it's doing, quick. Uh, we're doing a Thursday
1: well what, we did it on Friday, so we're yeah. doing a Friday Vancouver and a yeah. Wednesday, and a Wednesday. Uh,
0: Calgary game. Yeah. Well, you wore a toque today, yeah, so you're 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 up. ready to go, man. Like when you're bald, yeah. And there's no grass on the field. There's no grass up there, yeah. There's nothing to keep oh, I'm sorry about one. that. I can't do anything about the hair, although there are products out there but you would probably you and I would be, be like number one and number two in a... um
1: What would you do if I just showed up and I had a fucking, just a beautiful mullet hair, like that quarterback, what is it, for Alabama?
0: Beautiful mullet hair? Just a beautiful swaying blonde. Like, when the hell did you hit the fucking lottery to get yourself that nice little toupee? That's what you would
1: say. You'd be like, (laughs) what the hell is that rat doing on your head, and why do you look like Jim the Anvil Neidhart? (laughs) Or Craig the Hammer Valentine? (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you have, like, meat tits like he does? I don't know. I mean, he's. I, I could. He's. he's fat. Every time
1: I leave here, I go to Burger King, so there's a good <laughs> chance it's coming.
0: All right, let's get into a little bit of the uh, crease to crease here. Uh, we played the Coyotes, uh, we played the Golden Knights, and we played Buffalo. Which one of these?
1: The Coyotes game. That
0: that's what you expect out of
1: those two teams because okay. those two teams are, they're not upper echelon, they're they're young, talented, but you're you're they're not. Like seasoned talented, like <laughs> like a team like uh, like Toronto, where you know you have seasoned young talent. They're just young. They're talented, but they haven't put it all
0: together yet. Especially, society. I think what like five or six of their big name veterans are done for the year. I think I saw that. Yeah, i So it's yeah,
1: Schmaltz, Nick Schmaltz. I know got
0: hurt for the season and and whatnot. Our pal Grabner can't yeah. still can't open his eye. That's alright. Yeah, I, I mean, we won in a shootout. Fine, game-winning um, shootout goal by by Drew Stafford. Whoop-de-do. Nice uh, Blackwood got hurt, had to be replaced by uh, Keith Kincaid, which, fine. Doesn't seem like it's serious because he's been practicing. He is practicing. So. Um, Golden Knights game. Um, it was it was a nice nice first period. Uh, blocking shots. We were semi playing decent. Uh, we had a lead. I, I didn't watch the end of that. Well, because uh, apper- it was a later. Game. Apparently, so did the team. Because the remaining 40 minutes essentially were, they weren't there. They were done. They didn't. It, it seems to
1: be like, and if you and talking about the Buffalo game too, I watched the first period. I watched when Skinner'd score. mm-hmm. Skinner, uh, Skinner! When 1-1, right?
0: scored. Skinner. Skinner. One one right, right. He that made tied it one.
1: And look, it was a nice goal, but go back and watch the replay. Right. of every player on the ice after that goal goes in. I mean, it was a nice shot. It's something that Kincaid probably should have stopped at the angle that Skinner was at. Mm-hmm. But everybody on that ice, you just saw shoulders drop, head down, tilt, you know, like... Ugh. Here we go again. And after that, that was it. And then I stopped watching, and I read your your tweet and I was like, let me just turn it on, and it was like five one after the second period. And I was like, I'm just gonna go back to watching the Sopranos marathon <laughs> on HBO because what, what? Which tweet? I had a lot. I, I know, had a lot the other night. You we were on a tweetathon. Uh, yes, but I found that the uh, the Sopranos were far more entertaining, even though I know everything that's going to mm-hmm. happen.
0: Second time around. Oh, this is more than the second
1: time around. Okay. <laughs> By the way, HBO, I have tremendous ideas. For one of your channels, you should call me. Do you have HBO? Did yeah. you
0: watch The Sopranos? Yeah. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> I came in late to it. I didn't watch it at the oh, beginning, I, but yeah, but I got sucked into it.
1: That that HBO signature channel, mm-hmm. and this is how interesting the Devil's Game were that we're talking about <laughs> the HBO right now. That HBO signature channel should have their signature shows on every night of the week, cool. like. Monday at 8 o'clock you play The Sopranos Monday at 9 o'clock you play whatever, Six Feet Under Mm -hmm. Monday at 10 o'clock you play an episode of Oz You play Sex and the City or or Entourage and then you just go through their whole seasons and come back and do it all over again Like at least you're getting people to watch it but I guess they don't do that because they want everybody to go to HBO Go, whatever back to the devils, we suck we do we um, are. This team reminds me of the team before pick, pick Hines. It.
0: Yeah, de, uh, what? Uh,
1: the de, last team before Hines.
0: De Boer, right after two thousand twelve, when they when they all just gave up on him.
1: No, no, not two thousand twelve. What was Covey's last year?
0: Uh, Fourteen.
1: The year we didn't make the playoffs before. Did we make it in thirteen? We made it two thousand twelve.
0: Right, we went to the cup finals, we went to I the get cup that. Finals. We right. didn't
1: make it 13, because no. they said, remember when we went to the playoffs last year, it was like, oh, it was the first time the Devils in five years. Yeah, so, so that's
0: 13. Was but a lot.
1: the point is, the minute that there's any sort of uh, adversity in the game, or a bad goal, which all of our goalies are now prone to, I mean, we've been spoiled with Brodeur for years, but the minute we give up a bad goal...
0: Every, it's what was me, yeah. It's it the air
1: out of the balloon, just <laughs> and that
0: and that was and that's been going on for a long time. It, it now, is. now, now, two head coaches, and if if you really want to get down to it, um, it was probably happening during uh, what's his name's tenure too. Um, oh shit, who was LeMere? it? No, no. Well, kind of not before. Who was LeCline? the guy? Do? No. Well, yeah, kind of, but then I think that's one of those. Yeah, McLean left, and then
1: Lou Lema- came down, and Lemare came back. Right.
0: So, um, oh, my God. The Canadian guy. Sutter? Yeah. I think probably going back to him, too, that it was one of those where there's any type of adversity, this team shuts down. Anytime there's a roster move, somebody gets hurt and pulled out of a lineup, you change lines, yeah. adversity, team shuts down. See, like, why doesn't anybody write about this shit? I don't know. It's it's the way that we do this podcast, right? You're the coach. I'm the fan. If a fan sitting in a corner seat for 11 years can spot this crap.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure that they're sitting in the locker rooms. Like the coaches have to be sitting in their office, sitting there going like. We are mentally weak. yeah. Like I- we are mentally fragile that a bad goal just. And last year. You know, we were down by goals and we got bounces. Like everyone talks about that Chicago game last year where we were down like four one and we came back and blew and, out and, six and, four, like yeah. But like those are rare occurrences. You can only go back to that well so many times. Of like, course. I remember that Chicago game last year. Uh, before the team's like, Oh fucking, hell, here he goes about that goddamn Chicago game, you know. But they're they're so fragile and Part of me wants to blame the coach, but you, you really can't because I don't think that there's anybody in that locker room that is a grab you by the throat, wake the fuck up kind of guy. Like, how come Andy Green has not grabbed Miles Wood yet and said, like,
0: stop taking stupid fucking penalties? You go back to our last two captains. Salvador probably didn't do it. He was he was probably one of those quiet do you know like like look at how I go about my day and how I play and mold yourself it's a lead out to that by example and, thing and the same thing with Green. Well,
1: we're too young of a team. We're too young of a team right now to have that lead by example. I agree. There needs to I be agree. like you think about on our glory years. You had Stevens was a grab you by the throat. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, Danico was a grab you. I hate Bruce Driver, but Bruce Driver that was that way. Okay? You had Bobby Halik. You had Randy McKay. <laughs> Halik had, had no had, filter. <laughs> right. Period. You had you had Madden, where these were guys that were like, if you met them, or like if you watched them from the outside, you'd be like, those guys are assholes. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just dicks in the locker room. Like, if you watch the 24-7 on them, you would say like, dudes, so those guys are like just grumpy old men assholes. Right. But like, That's what this team needs. This team needs that grumpy old asshole that's going to not take your shit and hold you accountable. Because I like Andy Green. He's done well for us, but he's 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 not not that that guy. You can see he's not that guy. And I don't think there's anybody on the team that is. Maybe, maybe, Paul Mary, maybe. But I I can't see anybody
0: else. I look. I look at your maybe of a Palmieri, and I think he's too hot headed. He's because he's Italian. No, he's too. um, He's too hairy too. Um, He has that like crybaby ish kind of thing. Any little thing that you know, he can he can swing an elbow like a Marchand, right, and get called for 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 a five minute major, and he'll go with the rest. What the fuck did I do? You know, right. But he he goes from one string to another. But but I get Stevens was. His grit, yes, you need that as 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 a and and I don't know, maybe does does he feel he's not up to that par where he needs to where he's not in a position where he he's quote unquote allowed to do that? I mean I, I don't know. I
1: just think that this team is so much like, hey, we're all buddies. You know, like we're all friends. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to be that guy. So
0: they take that brotherhood thing right. way instead too serious. Right, instead of it being
1: like a family. It's where, a warrior fighting right.
0: kind of, yeah. It's...
1: That's what I see. And I mean, I think it's literally, if we're not talking about management or coaching, just talking about the team, mm-hmm. I think it starts from the net out. That like, there's no, you either have to, if you're a goalie, you either have to have that Brodeur kind of attitude where you're like, Eh, let everything go it's it's you know roll off the back easy going especially if you have a team with a bunch of warriors as you said on it that are going to hold you accountable or you have to be angry as fuck calling people out making them accountable goalie and none of our goalies are that way blackwood's not going to say anything Corey's never around
0: and he has no confidence Corey's too much of a nice guy, and Kincaid's more of that social media guy. Like the, yeah. well, I've seen people bashing him on social media. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was funny. Somebody put out a tweet today that I that I retweeted. It's like um, tomorrow night, um, the Devils play the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's an '80s theme night, so yeah. they're giving out a bobblehead of Ken Danico's head on a Ghostbuster body. I don't understand. Whatever. Somebody wrote a tweet and goes, all these promotional things that they're doing of dressing up like all '80s characters. And and Kincaid, you know, retweeting it and and doing yeah. a video of himself is useless because three quarters or half the fan base is blocked by him anyway. <laughs> so you're saying we're not going to get him for an interview? Probably not. I'm waiting for him to block me because I I pretty much shit talked him too much. I, I when I saw it him. was
1: five one, and I didn't really watch the third period because I'd much rather watch The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. That's when Adriana got killed. It was a good one. Mm. Um they, I thought I'd turn it on for the third period, and I would have saw what's his name. The
0: oh, Cam Johnson, Cam Johnson, yeah. Um, I think at that point, I, I really, I thought, and I've read a couple of tweets too. It's like, for what? you you're, no, you're, you're, it down, you're... Have been
1: It wouldn't have been nice for him because his family and everything wouldn't have been there to kind of enjoy it.
0: I don't like that shit. I'm, oh, big deal. It's, you it's know what? Big,
1: look, you work that hard to get to the NHL. You I get it. share it with the people who got up at four in the morning to drive. To you drive to all down. the way down. But
0: here's the other thing too, okay? So you look at our current goaltending, right? You have Mackenzie Blackwood, little spark under the team. That was It was a great short burst, right? But does he turn into a Scott Wedgwood? Does he turn into the eventually what we're seeing in Kincaid? Does he turn into a Brodo Or Does he turn into a Corey? You know what? I mean? you, you don't know. He's too young.
1: He's too young, and our team defense is too way too Way too
0: shaky to. Yeah. You look at Keith Kincaid, and I can guarantee you right now.
1: Excellent backup goalie.
0: Yeah, career backup. He, that's all he's going to ever be. Because he's a he Chris Terreri. You look at Corey Schneider, and you have a huge question mark. Yep. And you think about it It's how did he start his Devils career? Oh, you're replacing Brodor, right off the bat. He's you know but he was like, good.
1: He was better than Brodor that last. So what season. happened? What happened to him?
0: Age, I mean, for goalie, they creeps hip up. Surgery, but... Yeah,
1: that hip surgery, I think, is what. Well,
0: oh, they said one guy, like we said last uh, on Friday, last, like yeah. it takes what, like two years ish before you yeah. kind of get back from it. So listen, and on top of that, his confidence is just fucking shot. Look, for the rest of this year, lock on wood. As long as there's no other goalie injuries and all that shit. I mean, how we signed Brodow's kid to a PTO <laughs> to to fill a <laughs> roster called,
1: spot, which we called.
0: <laughs> you know, to to fill. All right. So let let Corey sit out the rest of the year. Let him just fucking heal. Just sit, do whatever you know, do your little bicycle things for five minutes every day, whatever you need no, to do, no. and just sit. Just no, just... I don't do that. You you'd you'd put him in as soon as uh, he's ready. Look, I know you need. We need <clears throat> to find out for, for real what we got. Here's
1: what, here's what I do. I trade Kincaid.
0: Sure. Okay. At See mo- what we at, can get. And most, what do you think we get? Anything higher than a... I don't think you get anything higher. Than I'm saying three right third now. third round. Right now? If he was on a hot streak, a two. No. Third round. Third? Either way? Yeah. He's okay. A, he's a backup goalie. All right. So you get a three. So, we'll get a three. At best. At best. Sure. We'll get a three.
1: Okay. Um, the only way you're getting something more than that is if you take... if the. And looking at what we're talking about next is if we were to take salary back. Yeah. Back. So, like, I don't know. Let's say this: fucking Dallas is going to get rid of somebody. Sure. They're going to get rid of Spezza. And they do need a goalie because they have Ben Bishop and I don't even know who their backup is. I would say, all right, look, we'll give you Kincaid. We'll take Spezza and your second round pick this year or next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to If you make something. the playoffs. It's a second-round pick this year. If you don't make the playoffs, it's a third-rounder.
0: Yeah, the conditional kind of stuff. kind yeah. of thing.
1: But I, what I would do is you trade Kincaid, and you go, Look, Corey, we're, we're, we're not packing it in, but we're packing it in.
0: And here's the deal. You, you have to. We're, we're, what, 14 points out of a, out, out of a second wild-card spot at yeah. this point? Every February is is the cutoff for our team. Last year— at around February, we're look. Last year, I said Game One, At preseason. I was saying we're making the playoffs. Nobody really wanted to believe it. Nope. You didn't want to believe me, nope. but we did. The year before, right? February rolled around, we were done. February killed us. That's because that's when
1: Corey got hurt, and then
0: the year before that, February killed us again. We went like over in February. Yep. So February is our launch. So now coming into this year, you know what? February is coming up in a couple weeks. We're done. We're already done in January. Yeah. So like, what?
1: I, what I do is I say, "Hey, Corey, here's what we're doing. We are riding you like a fucking redheaded stepchild.
0: We are going to prove ri- it. We're, yeah.
1: we're just going to ride you. Look, whether we win or lose doesn't really fucking matter. Get your confidence back. Make those big saves. Play. Get your hip ball wobblyed out. Okay, and and just ride it. Because, look, I'm sorry. It's it. We're not making the playoffs. We're not getting close. We might as well." Ride the thing
0: to the draft lottery. Prove it to a point where, you know what? If you have 20 games left and you go 10 and 10, well, con- that's congratulations, you got 10 and 10. Now, guess what? Now you've, for us meaning management, you now have a potential draft chip.
1: Right. Well, Or if you're Shiro, you go down to the locker room, you trade fucking Boyle. No. You, well, yeah, Green. You're going trade Boyle. I don't know. Green has another year, I think. Um, you trade Kincaid now Trade him now And then you turn around Because he's, he's a big locker room guy You turn around and go look Here's the cards Okay You have from now to the deadline If you don't want to be here Start playing hard If you want to be here Start playing hard huh? Because you know what If you don't want to be here Come up to my office Let me know
0: And I'll do what I can And
1: I'll do what I can To get you out of here if not, this is the team we're riding with for the rest of the year. So we're either going to be a joke to every NHL season, you know, at the end of the season, I'll look at the Devils and we're going to be a joke again next year when they predict us, or we're going to turn heads. Are we going to make the playoffs? It's possible. We're not it's mathematically, but it it's, is, it's it is up to you. To you, yeah. And if you don't want to be here for this ride, let me know,
0: and I, we will. I can see. I could. I could see Hines. And, def- and and with Shiro in the room kind of thing where Heinz typically goes you know what I'm calling all your balls out on the table run the table as best as you can and finish the season fucking hard I don't care about playoffs you do it game by game by game you win shift and, by shift and I'm by sure shift. they say
1: stuff like that but like man yesterday I watched that third a little bit of that third period and there was just mm-hmm. n- other than I think it was Coleman
0: yeah Coleman, and you know what? There was a little bit of snarl. I would say trade Coleman, no. but then, but then, but what happens? It's like another Henry kind of thing, where it's like you have you have almost like a gluey kind of thing. Yeah, but, he's and a you, glue guy. And you get rid of him, and it's like oh fuck, almost like a Kincaid. You get rid of Kincaid, it's almost like a glue kind of thing. It's a hap, it's a loosen you up kind oh, of glue. What
1: we have isn't working, so you got to you know got to do something. You but mix the pot. but you can't
0: blow up the team. No, no. That, you're not going to trade
1: Hall. You're not going to trade. Palmer and no. Nico or Severson. Those are the guys that I could see as being untouchable. But everybody else...
0: Yeah. Play play for your role. Mojo, you
1: don't want to be here? Well. Because you're hurt all the time? <laughs> hey, look, where do you want to go? Where well, do you want to go? What actually happened to him? I don't, I don't
0: remember. Vaginitis. Most <laughs> Vagin- of our team has vaginitis. vaginitis. Oh, that's true. I mean, neither of us <laughs> are, are, are going to deny that, but... Um, all right, so so obviously with the um, shitty Devils teams, it's I even tweeted out earlier. I go for Erica Watcher and for Amanda Stein, who are the the faces, so to speak, from our social media aspect of it, reporting TV on MSG and all that kind of stuff. I thank them because here's the thing: you got to realize what you're watching on the ice. And then you got to turn around and look at a camera, you got to turn around and look at a YouTube video or you got to turn around and ask Hines a, a serious question. You're putting such a positive fucking spin on it. Yeah, but that sucks. But I, get, I know that I, they have to cuz they're being I give paid them, by the team. I get I give them a Especially hell of a lot of credit cuz she's like she's she the knows, face
1: and she knows her she knows she hockey. knows her like, shit. I don't know how much Erica Watcher knows hockey, but but I mean, for her Stein to just knows how. Yeah, but for her to
0: just for both of them to simply just not put on that happy face, but to just turn around and go. Yeah, we lost. But look at this Brian Boyle piece of yeah. cancer, you know, and it's like okay, I knew it
1: was bad last night. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> when Ken Danico showed a clip, and he was right, but he showed a clip of I want to say it was Miles Wood, and he was in the offensive zone corner, and he curled, and I think it was uh, Retzel Layman on Buffalo mm-hmm. and that he had him lined up to hit him from behind. And you could see him kind of pull up and lightly oh, push. Was yeah. And he was like, that's what this league needs. And, you know, good for him. Like he was complimenting another team, not hitting our player. <laughs> and I was like, this is bad. Let's watch the Sopranos. There
0: you go. Forget about it. Uh, so we go from a shitty devils team to a prediction of what uh, an offseason will look like from a projected uh, salary cap standpoint um i found this uh, mm-hmm. on, on on a social media tweet that top top 5 teams with the most bottom 5 teams with the least
1: so we're look and i haven't looked at this cuz
0: you write this stuff and i don't pay attention to what you Well you you or... write 90% and i fill in the gaps it's fine
1: I would not—because I, I can't even see on my screen right now what the bottom five teams are. Sure. But those are the
0: teams that we need to make trades with. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I as soon as I saw that list, I go, those are the five teams that Ray Shiro goes, oh, you got a Marcus Johansson? Okay. We have, we have assets. Give us somebody that, that's going to— we'll
1: give you somebody that's yeah. on the end of a contract that might give you a cup run or a push. All right, so the, I'm going to say that take warning is the Hurricanes. Yes. They're going to lose a lot of that cap space. Because? Sebastian Ajo has to be signed.
0: Is, is he in his last year of an entry? Okay, so, so there you go.
1: He's going to, they're going to, and nobody wants to go to Carolina because Carolina is going to be somewhere else real soon.
0: You know what's funny? When I look at these numbers, right, and, and then maybe this is like the sign of the times, just from, not from a sport or anything, just from a human society kind of thing you look at the carolina hurricanes having 16.4 million okay mm-hmm. in sports today there are bryce harper and manny machado in baseball are looking at 10 year 300 million dollar contract oh, once yeah you look at those numbers like that you look at the, the the numbers that nba players nfl players or whatever and they're huge a per year thing is 10 12 million whatever you look at hockey and 16.4 million dollars of cap space is tops. Yep. 16. You could even look at the fact that <laughs> the highest paid player is who?
1: McDavid contract-wise, I'm not talking with endorsements. McDavid makes what 13, 12 and a half million and he's that... the best player in the game and he makes that and then you look at what Bryce Harper's making, 30 million dollars a year. <laughs> At the end of Bryce Harper's contract, he can buy an NHL team.
0: He can pay the whole league salary. (laughs) He can buy an NHL team. See, yeah. So take warning. Your your Carolina Hurricanes number one at sixteen. Devils come in at a smidge under thirteen million. There, that's going to be a little bit gone
1: because Taylor Hall is making what, like six million now. Sure, you bump it up to seven, eight. That's another. We're going to be down to nine million. In cap space then you take Nico at the end of next year Nico is gonna make he's, he's not gonna make big buck he's gonna make f- anywhere between four and five okay but eight years or seven years he's gonna make like they're gonna give him a front-loaded kind of contract where he's making 10 million 10 million, $10 million 3 million
0: 3 million 3 million <laughs> and then at the
1: end of his contract in seven years he's still only gonna be
0: 26 years old and guess what? and there's very few players who can make two large two large living and contracts. That's,
1: that's Taylor Hall. I mean Taylor Hall's only what twenty seven, twenty-eight years old. That's what so he's, he's gonna go so, through. So he's
0: got another one, yeah. Um Avalanche come in at a smidge over eleven million.
1: That's all gonna be gone because they're going to have to pay that big line. Uh, and, Nico Ratnan's in for a big money deal, and who's the other guy on that line? Landis, Cog, Landis Cogs. Landis Cogs coming? Yeah. I Landis think done. So you got that. He um, would be a nice captain. He's a guy that I would definitely. I, I, fi- I finally bought NHL 19. Did you? I think he's going to be a guy that
0: I target. Oh, in leagues for? Yeah.
1: Okay. My f-
0: franchise mode. There you go. Um, and coming in at number four. Uh, close to about ten million, nine point eight five, are the Islanders. That'll be a little bit lower, just because they're going to pay Barzell, and and that's where it ends. And that's, where and, it, and, that's and, Exactly and, where it ends. And you know what? Then Lula Murillo clamps down on it and goes, "Okay, you're Taylor Hall, and you're coming off of a contract. We will give you ten years at three million apiece. Yeah. Take it or leave it." <laughs> Most we
1: give him the seven. seven. We'll pay years.
0: you six and a half. Seven. <laughs> that, that's so what we'll, we'll do. And coming in at uh, number five, Canadians. That's
1: very shocking. At cause
0: nine mil. Because yeah. they don't have any. no carry Price.
1: They have Price. They have Weber. Yeah.
0: There you go. Those but, two
1: guys make a ton of fucking
0: money. Carey Price ton over ton.
1: Yep. But I could see them cleaning house. But of all of those teams, two of them are in the playoffs. The Avs and the Islanders. Avs and Islands, sure. Now, looking
0: at the bottom five. You want to go top to bottom, top to, or bottom, top? <laughs> well, we can go with the Red Wings.
1: Oh, it's the Rangers. I was like, who the hell is LGRW? Right, that's the Rangers. No,
0: that's the Let's Go Red Wings. Oh, Let's Go Red Wings. Sorry. They have zero money. <laughs> is it because they're paying the Russian guy or the? Uh... No, they traded Datsuk. Oh, did, yeah, he traded him to uh, Arizona, right? Yep. They huh. traded that. So the, the the dead
1: dead deal contract. They have dead money in, and no pun intended, they have dead money in, like, Cronwall. They have dead money in... Uh, why am I going blank? Mike Green. They have dead money in... I think they're still paying, like, Johan Franzen and Thomas Holstrom. Like, I still think that they're on the books because they retired with long-term contracts. That's when Detroit went with the... We're going to pay you uh, $4 million a year for 27 years.
0: And that's where they get screwed. Um, Coming in uh, at 30, uh, a smidge under 20 grand. That's right. You heard me 20 grand. Capitals. (laughs) $14,000. Yeah. (laughs) $14,000. And all they did is they re-signed like three players. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what?
1: They're pretty much intact. Like, that's the team that they're going to roll with for the, for the next, next, like, three to five, yeah. Two to three years. Yeah. Because other than, like, your Smith-Pelly kind of guys, yeah. which you they get, could you... bring up rookies for, but you look at their their third and fourth line, and they're, like, a couple of, like, who? Huh. But if they wanted cap space, what they could do is trade somebody like Burkowski, who will... will Give them like a, like a two million mm-hmm. in space. That's a guy again. That's a guy the Devils should,
0: you know, they can go for it. Should make a call. It uh, coming in at twenty nine. The uh, Ducks at eighteen point one thousand dollars. <laughs> eighteen thousand one hundred dollars. But see,
1: I think they have more space than that because what's his name is it on the
0: uh, IR. Katy Perry. Oh, so they still have that buffer for the time being until he yeah. comes. I home, think so. most
1: of these teams have people that are on the IR. You know, like, the Red Wings have zero money, but,
0: you know, Johan Franzen's never playing again.
1: Uh,
0: Oilers come in at 28 at 51K, and the Kings have 89K. You know who we don't see on there? Which I'm sure is, like, number
1: 26. Who? Chicago Blackhawks.
0: Yeah. Well, they also did a couple trades recently with players and all that kind of stuff, so they started to offload a little bit. The
1: Oilers, that sucks for them. I saw a funny tweet today that said uh, Connor McDavid's the greatest player in the world. He can play with anybody, and then you like it showed like the lineup for tonight, and he's playing with like Zach Cassian and and S- Steve Chason or something. And it's like, who the fuck are these guys? I'm the greatest. Like Gretzky never had to turn around and go like Who are you? So wait, that's not true. When he, when Gretzky, the last year Gretzky was on the Rangers, he was doing a lot of like. So wait, I'm, I'm I'm playing with John McClain Edith, and Theo Flurry <laughs> right now. And Theo Flurry is running from the cops because he's a fucking cokehead. The Kings are in the same kind of boat that the Red Wings are where they're paying a bunch of guys that were during those cup years, big money. And now, you know, Drew Dowdy's making huge cash. Quick is making huge. Well, Dowdy's still playing at a high level, but like. Dowdy and Kopitar—they're big two guys that deserve the money. But all those other guys underneath your mm-hmm. your Jeff Carter's and your Dustin Browns and your Jake
0: Muzzins—they're all guys. of results of long cup runs yep. and, and championship teams. And, and it's and all
1: that's... they paid them for what you did, not what you're going to mm-hmm. do.
0: And from—I mean—you look at this list. Obviously, it's only ten teams, but you're hoping that at least the way that Ray Shiro has mentioned that he wants to run this team. Oh, that's pretty cool. Erica Walker liked my tweet. Thank Score! You, I meant Erica is a great analyst. <laughs> she
1: knows so much about hockey. What was she on, like Channel 9 or something?
0: No, Fox uh, Fox oh. 5 here in New York. Mm-hmm. As, as a, probably like as a sideline reporter kind of thing. But hey, whatever. Look, um, what's her name? Deb Placey went off to the NHL, and now she's doing podcasts. Erica Walker's in there. Pretty new face. Younger generation, pretty new Let, face.
1: Yeah, she's pretty new face. She's like, new. I mean, she's new or like yes. pretty as in attractive.
0: Let, look, she liked my tweet. <laughs> she's new to the MSG. Okay, So you're yeah, hoping that redheads, that's cool. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> fucking cheerleaders, devil's girls. Uh, so you're hoping that like the devils never end up on the top five or bottom five list the way that Ray Shearer wants to. Construct this team, as much as we're pissed that he didn't go after players to build up the team or something. It has its pluses and minuses, but you you kind of get where it is as a fan. You don't want that to happen. I think he wants the team to grow from within. So, like, and isn't that what he did with Pittsburgh? I mean, all the jokes about oh, it's the New Jersey Penguins and all that shit aside. Yeah,
1: but like, what I mean is like, this is Boyle's last year, correct? I think he's got one more. I think. Well, maybe we can trade him. But, like, I think, all right, we've got Brian Boyle for three years. We drafted Mikey McLeod. That gives us three years. For Mikey to grow. For Mikey to grow. And then when Boyle, we can trade Boyle and bring in him. And then it's like, all right, Travis Ajax got two more years. Well, we drafted Pavel Zaka to be our second-line center. Now we're going to give him a little bit time to grow to see if he can grow into that. And Mm -hmm. if not, we'll trade him for potential. But It's nice to have the money, considering we grew up in a Lou era where everything was stingy. We never like there were times we couldn't put a fucking full lineup out because we didn't have enough money. I I, I didn't. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna call up Peter Harold because he makes seventeen cents, (laughs) and uh, Bryce Salvador is hurt.
0: Yeah, (laughs) hurt. Air quote hurt. So there you go. So that, that, was, that was an interesting thing to see about money. And, and the idea that I wanted to put out there was, specifically for our, for our Devils team, it's like you look back and you go, Ray Shiro goes, okay, you know, you, you're at a cap hit. You need to get rid of somebody. Come and give me a call. So hopefully with, with at least those five teams, maybe there's somebody that can upgrade somebody on our team moving forward, controllable. That can make us a better team because right now you look at all the kids that come up. Right. Quinville up down up down up down up down. Mikey McLeod came up, went right back down, didn't really get a chance. But you There's look no at a room for him. You you look at a guy like Brett Cini, how he's staying on the roster, I don't know, but it, maybe it's because of his grit, maybe it's the way he plays right. his game right. that they're impressing right. with. Well, I'll tell you what it is.
1: In order for Quinville to be <laughs> successful like he is in the AHL, he's got to play power play minutes. He's got to play top six minutes. He's in right no room now, for him. Right now, who is he pushing out of the top six? Nobody. Okay. Mike McLeod, in order for him to be effective, has got to play top nine minutes. Maybe second power play unit. Right now, he's not pushing anybody out. Right. So it's better to have those guys there. I and I tweeted it at you. I personally think that Quinville is Reed Boucher two point.
0: He he he's just he's he's a quadruple A player. He can't take his skill set in the AHL and bring it to the NHL and that's it's frustrating.
1: And maybe it's just the opportunity, like he's not getting the opportunity mm-hmm. he needs. But when I look at him and I look at the NHL teams, I don't think there's a team in the league right now that he would we could trade him to where he would get those maybe, maybe Carolina. okay, but, or maybe Ottawa. Mm-hmm. But I don't see a team that we can give him where
0: like look we're going to give you an opportunity to go somewhere else for yeah we believe in you but you need that spot we don't have that spot right and you're not do- and legitimately you know as a man you're not doing enough to push guys out of that spot to take it my whole thing is all these rookies that are that are trying to get that shot not getting that shot and getting sent back down they should all hang out with Nico Heischer. cuz last year he got his ass kicked he got pushed around and everything else he bulked up this year so he may still be getting pushed around just because of you. He's also a high-end talent.
1: There's a there's a difference between – there's a
0: big difference talent-wise. Well, I'm, I'm not talking about talent. I'm talking more about what you do with your body and all that kind of stuff mm. to, to to get stronger, to get better. And just say, hey, I may not be a Nico Heischer, but from an attitude perspective, I'll take that and I'll try to morph it in, into my thing. So, I mean, look, as a fan of any NHL team – Devils, Rangers, Islanders, fucking Ducks, Kings. You want to be competitive every single year. Make the playoffs? Sure. You want to be competitive for 82 games. And that's all I want at this point. I just want to be competitive. I want to watch one... tomorrow night when they play Toronto. I don't want to get blown out 10 nothing, 7 nothing, 6-1. Oh, we're going to get blown out. I know. I don't want that. I want it to be 4-4 in the third, and we give up that fifth goal with like 20 seconds to go. But for the whole rest of the game, it was a good fucking game.
1: We're either a going to get completely blown out, or we're going to like lose in a shootout because we know that we're going to get blown out. So we're going to do all those little extra things to not get blown out that we should be doing every fucking game. So next
0: week we'll be possibly talking about that. All right. So let's get onto some NHL news. Um, it was an article that you brought to uh, to, to my attention, in, in and I think it was when you tweeted the account. Early talent identification programs do they work or do they not no. i know your I know your easy answer is no, no, no no
1: if you're good, people will find you okay okay now I'm not talking about your high school or your junior ages because you can do something to get noticed you know you could put yourself in a situation to get noticed go play a tournament in Massachusetts. Try out for hockey night in Boston, which is the biggest fucking sham on the planet. Okay. Um, you go up and you try out, and if you make the team, you play like a tournament in Boston for, I think it's like throughout the summer.
0: So if you you're mention, a kid from like,
1: New Jersey, you're driving up to Boston every fucking weekend.
0: Right. But so didn't, you, didn't you mention uh, a couple like shows ago that something like that is just yeah, everything kind of set in stone already? And
1: there's There's a big. Or was it a Jersey in tournament? Chicago, right? Chicago, There's a big okay. tor- tournament in Chicago called the Chicago Showcase. They bring a bunch of states, and those states put together a team. Those are the teams that are, like, predetermined. Okay. Okay? The <laughs> Hockey Night in Boston, you essentially go and try out. Okay. And if you make it, they put you on a team with a bunch of random, random people. All right? Now, that age group, okay, you can... Do something to go get noticed. Sure. Because growing up here in New Jersey, playing here, people, I mean, again, we're talking the late 90s, people thought that New Jersey high school hockey was a joke. Like, my roommates from college that were from Vermont and Boston, they were like, you're from New Jersey? Like, you... you
0: It's not a hockey state.
1: Right. It's not a hockey state. It is... Now it's more, you know, with your Paul Mary and Johnny Hockey and stuff. But, like, this article was more about like eight, nine, ten year olds and like these parents that are paying top, super top money that their kids are getting trained by ex pros and that their kids are. You know, going to these super tournaments in Quebec and whatnot to get identified, and that they're trying to go to Minnesota to get in Michigan to get
0: noticed by the USA Hockey. And if you're good, they'll find you. And when you mentioned that the 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 website, we'll just give a little plug to them, StateofHockey.com. Yeah, I I think um, look, and even when it comes to like when I, when I play baseball in the little league, right. I thought our our travel team at the end of our regular season was so great that we were going to go to Cooperstown. Yep. Okay. Cooperstown. Fine, whatever. Your kids, you're having fun. You, you, You watch it on TV and you see how much fun all these kids that are, what, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old all go through. That's all fine and dandy. You're not looking at kids that young going, he's the next Babe Ruth. And if you're saying that, Bullshit. Yeah, you, okay. I mean,
1: you can't. It's way too young you, to judge.
0: You're just learning the sport. You're learning. Your body is still growing. Look, when you get to high school, sure, you're going to get noticed. For the college game to be able to get some type of scholarships to whatever, look, you're going go to go to Brown. You're going to go um, name, uh, name some hockey uh, towns. Michigan, Notre Dame. Notre Dame, okay. All these hockey places that are in the Frozen Four every year. You want Your goal in high school is, if you're a hockey player, is to get on one of those teams so you can right. get noticed. But the way it is now,
1: that's not... That's happen. starting it's when
0: not... you're popping out of the womb.
1: No, no, no.
0: Really? Uh, no.
1: Well, the way it is now is... Well, that's what this article is saying. Like, you know, eight, nine-year-olds' parents are talking about, like, well, my son needs to do this to go to college. How about you let your kid... Grow up. Grow up a Be little, a kid, yeah. Okay, because you know what could happen? I mean, I, I think about... I played on a rival team, so the town I grew up in with had a team, but I played in the next town over because my mom didn't like anybody Okay. on that. There was a kid that I played against my entire life, and then we went to high school and played together, okay? This kid was head and shoulders better than me. Head and shoulders as a young kid, mm-hmm. had just snarl everything about it. You know what changed for him when he got to high school? What? He got laid. <laughs> he grew into an adult. Right, and then you know what?
0: Hockey just was... Uh... I
1: get my dick sucks far more important <laughs> than, than playing hockey. And that's exactly the way he thought. That's the exact... <clears throat> like, this kid had money out the ass. Mm-hmm. And it was like Goldberg watching him with his equipment. Like, he legit had shin guards that he wore when he was 10 years old. They didn't go all the way down to his skate. And he had, like, magazines taped on the inside of them to give him more protection. Like, dude, what the fuck? Like... You have tons of money. He goes, I'm not going to spend money on this shit. Now he plays. Now he plays because his kids play. And now, like, he's competitive again and he cares about it. Like, if he cared when he was in high school, we would have won a fucking state championship. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) if you're good, they'll find you. Like, Kyle Palmieri went to St. Peter's Prep in Jersey City. He played there. A name school, He played travel. You know, he played juniors. By the time he was a sophomore, they went. That kid's good. Let's go. And they took him out to Michigan, and he played for the USA development team. John Carlson was the same way. John Carlson is from like Ridgewood, right? His freshman year, played high school hockey, played in the tournament. They
0: saw him. Boom, done. Boom. And and and, and I'm sure the sport hasn't changed all that much for for something like that to happen. But yeah, to but put now, it's more international. But to put more pressure on a kid who can't decide if he wants peanut butter and jelly or if he wants a hot dog for lunch. And making him
1: run before practice to, like, get that kind of, you know, oh, you know, you've got to get ready for this is what it's going to be like in college. It's yeah, you're right. It's it's complete bullshit. Like I see little kids. And when I coached high school, one of the coaches I, I coached with was like, oh, we need to put them in the gym after fucking practice. Okay, <laughs> I get it. I know what you're trying to say, but we practice, like, not like many high schools, we practiced every day.
0: Right.
1: So you're telling me that the kid's got to practice from 3 to 5, and then I got to take him to the gym till 6 o'clock, and then he's got to do homework, and there's not going to be burnout?
0: Dude. Burnout happens at that age after like one day. So if you're good, they'll find you. That's my advice. If my daughter
1: wanted to play hockey, I'm not going to go and spend, you know, $10,000 to bring her to fucking Vancouver to play in a tournament where there's going to be college scouts. If they're good. Let it it happen. organically Organically happen.
0: That's all. Now, we talk about Early identification programs. And then we move into the most iconic jerseys
1: in, in <laughs> sports. And I'm playing sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, fuck him. Fuck Bon Jovi, too. I don't have bangs and fucking hoop earrings, so who gives a shit? Yeah. But I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of
1: that tomorrow at the Devil Game when it's 89. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. What are whoa,
1: your... whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: You want to bring it up on music so we have a music bed for this topic? <laughs> no, okay. Segment one most iconic jerseys in sports. This is overall um, that Do you, you went to. You disagree with any of mine. Um, um, considering. Your 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 funnel of sports being yeah, I, smaller than 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 overall smaller than mine. I'll just say, um, you put in five good ones. There's no. And
1: this is the the four major sports. I'm not talking about like yeah.
0: you know Premier League soccer because
1: Manchester's got a pretty cool you know.
0: Yeah, and but, and that's and I put those as as honorable. Well, you put the uh, see now I probably would have put Notre Dame as a jersey a little bit higher. On a list like this, um, not necessarily as an honorable mention. Who would have I have kicked out? Um, maybe hey. maybe the Red Wings, but then moving Dallas and, and the other one up. But, look, when you look at college football, there's like maybe a handful of teams that you want to be a part of. Notre Dame being one of them. Michigan, U- Michigan US, USC, Ohio. Um, the. the Ohio, Ohio State. State. Um, and you got you know Alabama now LSU was big for a while Clemson's now big after their national championship win so you got those but overall um, the Notre Dame's jersey is fighting for a top five spot like really like there's a five and a five A Notre Dame is a five A yeah in, in the my the gold
1: opinion. helmets the leprechaun who it, busted his ass in the winter <laughs> that sucks man that's not as bad as the guy in Canada who was singing the national anthem on skates. And he was singing it, and he had the mic in his hand, and he was really into it and didn't see the fucking carpeting, and just <laughs> But he kept singing.
0: There you go. That, that's, that's a winner. So at number five, you have the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Yeah, that's the logo. The, you, the league's trophy is named after the former head yep. coach of a Green Bay Packer. The uniforms themselves, okay, instant. I'll, I'll do Green Bay day in, day out.
1: And you don't see too many sports teams with green and yellow. You know, as they're the majority of their colors. Like the the wild have green, but yellow's not there. Foreshadowing. The, do, uh, do, we'll do a little
0: foreshadowing. Yeah. We'll do a little foreshadowing. The
1: green in the athletics. It's nice, but the, it's not really their. The, the yellow isn't really the major yeah. color
0: since like Dave Stewart played. How about that
1: for a throwback? Wow, look at you! <laughs>
0: Pretty soon you're going to be busting out those Padres with the yeah. little... With <laughs> I did have a big... The brown I did pod. like
1: the, the, the Pirates with the, the, the pillbox hat. <laughs> the Roberto Clemente. Mm. But yeah, I thought Green Bay, I mean, there's a guy that doesn't really watch football at all. You you know it. Like yeah. That's, I, yeah. It's, uh, the other one people would probably hate in this area, my number four I put down, the Dallas Cowboys.
0: When, when you want to prompt yourself as being um, America's. America's team... Okay.
1: It's a great logo. I mean, how fucking simple is it? It's just it's the star, of it's Texas. The star, of Texas. <laughs> Different colors with the the gray. Again, like think about it. There's no NHL team with gray.
0: No. They they push this sil- the silver and that's the it's, Dallas right. Stars and that's but like gr- a gray would be a really cool four shot. Yeah. And just gray, white, blue. Simple. And they and and you and they haven't changed. No, much I, like much, you know what the other one? Oh, not necessarily. No. I mean the Raiders too. I mean they've never changed. They never changed their logo. They never changed their colors. It's always been silver and black. It's and I thought Pittsburgh the the
1: yeah, the, not the Penguins the Steelers Steelers with the yeah. logo on one side of the helmet. Yeah, and, and, and,
0: and a blank on the other. So that, that's it, pretty cool. So that's another um, Red Wings. The Red Wings that that wing. I mean, it's awesome. I mean even hate groups use it as a that's a true logo. yes. In now, the summer. I'm actually surprised. well, I don't want to say iconic, but I we're we are a little I don't know. The devil's logo, right? It's a great what, logo. What and 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 it's not drinking the Louade, the Kool Aid, okay? But he's always talking about the logo on the front, not the name on the back. Yep. Our logo hasn't changed. The colors are changed. Yeah. Mm, but that logo has not changed since it's a good logo.
1: It's a very good logo. It
0: encompasses the state that they're in and devil's qualities where it has horns and a tail. I it's think it would be, like,
1: and we talked about this with the Binghamton devils, like, I think it would be cheesy if we had, like, a Satan-looking logo. Yeah. You know, like, if we had, like, a Satan with a hockey stick kind of thing. <laughs> I think it would be cheesy and it would be very
0: kiddish. It, it would relate back to what Gretzky said of being a Mickey, a Mickey Mouse, Mouse of right. an organization. Um, I, mean, but
1: I we definitely needed to get out of the fucking, the green Christmas jerseys. I that, like, I liked they're it. They're nice. They're nice, but like, if you want to, and Lou was right. If you want to be taken seriously,
0: it starts with the jersey. With the with look. Um, maybe if the pants didn't have those stupid stripes down the oh, side. That was
1: the best part. I love those pants. I have a pair of those. Who's, whose sweat is in it? I
0: don't know. Okay. If I ever put the skates on again, we'll there you go. Uh, but, number two, you have the Yankees, huh? Yeah. It's, it's The Yankees
1: is just iconic. The the logo, the stripes. Just if you were to say, like, how many living in this area, how many fucking tourists do you see just walking around with a Yankee
0: shirt or yeah. a Yankee hat?
1: Like, Look, people who come to Times Square go to just get those stupid fucking Yankee things.
0: And there, And there was a very long time, and probably up there with the Chicago Cubs, too, where the Yankees, all they had— for their jersey was the NY on the front chest and, and the number on the back. They had no names. Yep, that's the way it should be. Simple. Still that way. No names on the back. Awesome.
1: It's an awesome thing. I think everybody should do that because that's what makes a Yankee jersey great. Like, I have an El Duque jersey. I have a 26. It's a jer- I mean, it's not a real jersey, but it's the logo and number 26 on the back. Now, what's great about that is I can wear that jersey. I don't know who the fuck is twenty six now because I don't really pay attention anymore. But like,
0: yeah, it's, I can keep wearing yes. that. Like, but then again, I'm, and and to to take a swipe at the Yankees, they're, they're when they retire a number, they retire number five. You know who wore number five? Dimaggio wore number five. This guy wore number five. That guy wore number five. Ten other well, fifteen that's what the people Rangers
1: do too. The Rangers <laughs> did the same thing. Like, we're going to retire number eleven, Vic Hatfield, Mark Messier. You know, like we're going to retire number nine, Andy Bathgate.
0: Adam Graves, <laughs> like this is, but yes, as a jersey itself, Yankees, yes, um, I have switched it with with what you have for number one for Chicago Blackhawks. I would have put Yankees one, Blackhawks two, kind of in that it's situation. The best logo but in sports. um, it
1: it right, might be racist, but it's the best logo
0: in sport. See, we we can we can dive into that conversation. You look at Chief Wahoo, right, for the Cleveland Indians. Oh, it's racist! It. No, it's a stupid comedic Indian-looking guy. Like you know, it's a stereotype. Right. It's just, but every group of people has a stereotype. Yes, and, and you don't get offended by it. Like it's not. Well, some people do. I, mean, I what, know. I mean,
1: you being Polish, what if there was like you know the the, the Chicago Pollocks, and it was just a guy looking at a map, walking in the wrong direction or something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, look. I embrace my, I embrace my stereotype—the little leprechaun
0: who fights people. <laughs> well, yeah, um, black. I mean, <coughs> since I didn't really do enough research on it for their Winter Classic game, right? I thought the jersey was okay. Is that the like the the original six jersey they wore? Now, their
1: original six jersey was red, black. Like it, it, they wore their original. But but, it, but it had
0: the 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 face the face on it right with, with with the with the no their little side logo with the two little hammer with, things right. like in a, it with the it was C a, yeah. On
1: it. But uh, their their logo itself, you could use like if it wasn't for hockey, it mm-hmm. would be a great logo for a company like Indian motorcycles. Like that would have been a mm-hmm. great logo for that. I'll the teacher, colors but... in it, the the detail. Yeah, the de- like yeah, You don't see too, you don't see too many logos in sports overall that
0: have the detail. So that... many colors of in, incorporated into in, yep. into a logo, and I agree with that. Uh, some of the other um, honorable mentions here. Um, not sure why you didn't put in Maple Leafs or Canadians.
1: Uh, I think if you have Detroit, Detroit's a better logo than just a leaf. You know, like the Canadians is is a nice one. It's it's iconic in Canada. But if you're talking about globally, global, then yeah, just then that the falls Yankees, off. all those teams, I'm sorry. I mean, even the Red Wings <laughs> might want to push out globally because mm-hmm. if you're going to do something globally, I would take the Red Wings out and that's where I would put like your Manchester United. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And that's yeah. When, when you get to the global aspect of it, overall, your hockey teams kind of fall off the map really quick just because hockey hasn't been.
1: It's not, it's hockey global. is a niche sport. Yeah, it, it really is. It's a rich white person sport, as, as racist as that might sound. It really is a rich white person. If you're if you're watching it as a fan, it's it's not a game that you can just go down the street and pick up a stick and play. You know. In a parking lot, it's, it's really not, especially if you want to be super good at it, like a soccer ball. And kick you know, it around. Yeah. You could pick up anything <clears throat> and kick it around. I mean, mm-hmm. You you hear about all those like Cubans and shit playing baseball with like a, a coconut and a fucking piece huh? of cardboard on their hand and a stick. Like you can't you can't really do that with hockey. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's A niche. niche, sport. A niche yeah. it's a rich niche sport.
0: So we go from iconic jerseys to, you could probably say iconic players that. You don't want to see outside of having like you. You look at it like a Lou Gehrig. You look at it, a, a Mickey Mantle, or you even look at Babe Ruth, even though he was a Red Sox. But you look at those people and you say they're they're Yankees. They're 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 never going to be another team, right? So you put it. You kind of did a duality kind of thing here. What current uh, NHL players uh, can you not see with any other team? Uh, did you do current? Yep, current and all-time and all-time and then on the other part of it what players um, have never left their team that they started with
1: well what players can you see not playing for another team in the NHL today and then my the next one is what players should have never
0: left should have never left there you go okay so So,
1: (laughs) Patrick King should never leave Chicago could he leave
0: yeah maybe
1: money Money wise, or yeah. maybe he wants to go home and play in Buffalo. Maybe. Um, I don't see Drew Doughty leaving LA. Yeah, he, leaving
0: the Kings no. All right.
1: I don't see Barkov leaving
0: Florida. No,
1: no. I can see him. I could see Florida kid. leaving. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well,
1: um, Crosby. I don't see him leaving. If they let Crosby leave,
0: Pittsburgh riots. No, where would he go? Like, l- legitimately, right? He he is he is the next to Mario Lemieux and Yarmur Yager. There's Sidney Crosby. You can put them in whatever order you want. Yeah,
1: but who's better, Crosby or Malkin? That's what people could argue.
0: Whose name do you hear of all the time?
1: Oh, I I agree with hey, you. Crosby, that's why I don't that's... think Crosby could ever leave. But if he were to go somewhere,
0: where would he go? He probably Montreal. he would he would go to a name team where like he would go to, like a top six.
1: Montreal. He'd yeah. go to Montreal. All
0: right. Carrie Price never. Well, he's
1: not leaving with that fucking contract. No, and and that shit player Jamie Ben.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you never see him leaving leaving Dallas.
1: I think he's making too much money right now. I don't think. I want to say like he's the face of Dallas, but he's not. It's oh, definitely Sagan. Yeah, Sagan is not. But but I,
0: say but but Sagan was never a true Dallas star. Right, he got traded there.
1: No, he got traded there from Boston. Right. I so, see Sagan but, as a better Phil Kessel where he's got a shelf life everywhere he goes.
0: Okay. I see that. And and honestly, I agree with with unfortunately agree with the next
1: two. No,
0: just the next one. Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah. I, I, he should he should never leave the Rangers.
1: He should never leave the Rangers.
0: Although it's getting to that point where it's I don't want to say that it's it, it's like a Ray Bork situation, but it's He's a damn good goaltender, okay. I don't really care for the moniker that he has, "King of What," okay. Mm-hmm. And that's just putting my Devils. Well media,
1: whoo,
0: whoo, hoo Henrik. Invented the again. So, he, a guy that's been so—it's almost like Brodor, right? So, if if Marty Brodor never won a cup with the Devils. You'd want the way that he's played. You want him to go to a team to get a damn cup, right? I think the fans would
1: understand. Henrik
0: Lundqvist needs not maybe to validate, or at least not validate, but to finalize or cement his place in hockey because he's
1: not Dan Marino. Yeah, the greatest
0: puck out, Dan. Yeah, rubbers out, Dan.
1: Yeah, (laughs) laces out. He's yeah, but it's hockey. He's not. Yeah, but he's not going to be the greatest goalie. No, he's, but he's... He's, he's un- going to be the greatest goalie to ever play for the New York Rangers. Period.
0: And to be honest, I can go only as far back as, yes, Van Beesburg and Richter. And that's about it. I don't recall anyone before them.
1: John Davidson, Eddie Jockerman. Jd was? Okay. Yep. But... He's going to go down record-wise as the greatest goalie to ever play for the Rangers. He's still, and I'm not going to look it up because I'm way too fucking lazy, but he's still a solid like 200 wins, 300 (laughs) wins away from Brodeur. So if he were to go to another team, I think Ranger fans would, as long as he went to a team where they knew he was going to win and they got something big for him, Mm -hmm. I don't think Ranger fans would be heartbroken for losing Henrik. For at this losing point, him. And Stan is not he going anywhere.
0: Well. How many more years does he have left on his deal?
1: He's only two years in, so he's got five left. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. I wouldn't go anywhere if I were him either. There's no sales tax in Florida. Eh,
0: that's that in Texas too, right? No income you, you, tax, I mean you make it you make a name in Texas, you stay there.
1: Yep. Uh now teams that we, and people in the past that I'm glad never left like the Sedins. I'm glad they never left Vancouver
0: I just wish maybe Vancouver's logo was a little bit better but that's that's a different topic I because I'm the,
1: glad they're going back to the the old school Pavel bore with black the, yellow and red for a couple of the games with the skate it mm-hmm, looks like, it's, blade, like yeah. it's being like flying by yes I'm glad danico never played for anybody else. I don't think his number should be retired for the Devils, but I get it. He's like our all-time game played guy.
0: Oh, almost like um. Well, and you do Danico, you do Patty Eliash, too. I I, I mean, yeah, he flirted yeah. with the Rangers and stuff, but
1: yeah, but Danico, I mean, yeah, there's a Mount Rushmore Danicos on it for the Devils.
0: Yeah, remember when we started doing yeah. that early in the early in our podcasting careers yeah. here
1: scattered pictures
0: mm-hmm. hsskpod.com pick your rss feed and listen they're good um, shows
1: lemieux mario i'm glad he never left pittsburgh i mean he, he literally gave everything he had to that team and then
0: and now he owns it
1: now he owns it because they couldn't pay him i'm glad eisenman never left detroit he's a, when i think when i close my eyes and think of detroit i think of steve eisenman
0: and and, and then Al- and then he went ahead and made himself a name in building Tampa to what it is today.
1: Then he's going to go and either <laughs> build Seattle or Detroit back in the future. Bobby Clark, I'm glad, never went anywhere. I think of him in the Flyers with that fucking gap in his teeth. <laughs> Jacques Lemaire.
0: Never left the Canadians, never left right? the
1: Canadians. Mike Bossy. Never Chloe, left the Islanders. And Joe Sackick. Joe Sackick is... He was... He, he, him... Stevie but, and stevie eisenman those are the two guys like man
0: yeah but seeing Sackic in a in a i mean i know he had no choice in the in the, in the matter he did he signed and, a but he signed an extension with colorado
1: no no i meant he signed a um
0: something with the nordiques the
1: free agent thing like when you're a restricted free agent uh-huh. offer sheet offer sheet to go to the rangers
0: uh, really? Yep. I did not know way that. Way back
1: in the day, and they matched it.
0: So essentially, from from being a Quebec Nordique,
1: which I f- I love their jerseys too. Yeah.
0: It has a little bit of that that New Orleans flavor, a little bit to it That's as well. it was awesome! Yeah, great color, which we'll get to in the future. What players shouldn't have never left their team that they started with?
1: This one's pretty easy. Like Bobby Orr should have never left Boston. He played a handful of games. I don't think he played more than like 20 games or 40 games with Chicago. And at that point, he had literally no legs to stand on. He should have never left. Esposito should have never left Boston either.
0: See, when, you, when and honestly, it, it's just probably because of the area that we live in. Phil Esposito, I think, oh, Rangers. Yeah. No. I, that, <laughs> he was a
1: Boston guy way before that. So there you go. Um, Gretzky should have never left. The Kings. I, you think? The Kings, I mean, I, I, I think, Edmonton. Yeah, Edmonton. Either one of those. Either yes. Uh, okay. I'd be okay yeah. with. He should have never went to St. Louis. Like him and St. Louis is just a.
0: Well, somebody else went to St. Louis too, but we'll get to that yeah.
1: one. <laughs> Forsberg should have never, <laughs> never left, left Colorado. I mean, I know he played. In, he played well in in the Flyers, and he played well for briefly for Nashville, but he never should have left.
0: Uh, I, I think I think Brodeur, you know, St. Louis is own. Um, yeah. should have never left St. Louis to come to St. To Louis Blue. Can, can he, She should have never left uh, St. Louis to go to New Jersey. That was a terrible movie he made. He was greedy.
1: He wanted he wanted that he, 700.
0: Did, did he get it? No.
1: Because he realized <laughs> that he was playing in St. Louis, and their team was no better than us. But he, I, I will give him credit. He knew that it was time to step aside yes. and let Corey play.
0: Okay. And, but here's the other thing, too. We all saw it.
1: Especially he, in the, winter, the outdoor game. He
0: shouldn't have... Stop chasing. You 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 got your rings. You got your fame.
1: I think he wanted that nice 700. It's like Mr. 3000. He wanted that nice seven. He didn't want to be Bernie Mac and have to change it to Mr. 299. He wanted that...
0: I just... You look at... I mean... It, When the story is all said and done, if 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 he's all done like today, he's done because he's with the devils. Right. He has this. You know, if he says, you know what, I'm done in in business and marketing. I just want to go somewhere and disappear. He's disappearing because he's a devil.
1: I mean, he's a devil because even when he does those commercials. So we're in a unless he's wearing a Devils jersey. Unless he's doing another separate one in St. Louis. With <laughs> a St. Louis jersey. Uh, moving on. Eddie Jacheman should have never left the Rangers. Mm-hmm. That's an old school one. Uh, Paul Correa should have never left the Ducks. He went to St. Louis for a while. He went to Nashville for a while. He what? was at the Sharks for a while. Uh, the Sharks, the, yeah. Av- no, sorry. The Avalanche for a while. Um,
0: Who went to the Sharks that we're thinking about? Timu. Salani, there you go.
1: You could put him up there, too. Hmm? And Eddie Balfour.
0: Should have never left. Chicago. Chicago.
1: He had that, oh, the greatest, that's that's top five goalie helmet ever. With the big eagle coming up, and he had the Chicago, the C logo with the C
0: with the thing. Oh, great jersey. <laughs> great logo. We move on from players and jerseys to forecasting a little bit of what jerseys should the Seattle slash Houston slash Quebec adopt when they acquire a team. Um, We kind of hinted at this before. Um, Seattle would look nice in a green, white, yellow, black-ish.
1: Green home jerseys, white away jerseys, black third jerseys.
0: Um, I I, I truly honestly think that you're in that area. Every sports team that is in that area has a green. So you start with green.
1: And what's Starbucks logo?
0: A brown coffee. <laughs>
1: yeah, brown, <laughs> brown is what you poop out. But it's green and it's white. It's green.
0: Yeah. It's you, you, you have your colors in. But that yellow, that green and yellow, that Oakland Athletic combo would would look nice, I think.
1: Not, we and talking. not gold, no, not like e- the, mustard the, yellow. Yeah, like a, 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 even if you wanted to do like a darker yellow, like like you said, like a mustard, not like a bright yellow, but like a dark yellow, not like a McDonald's low, yellow, mm. but like a darker <laughs> yellow.
0: It'll work. It would it, work. It would work.
1: I mean, even if you took the yellow out and you just made it green, white, and black. I mean, they're pretty dark jerseys, but.
0: You can probably make it work the, the way that the, the Adidas jerseys look a little bit more vibrant, and color-wise. Like they kind of they stand out a little bit more, so that, it might work. Um, Houston, honestly, anytime I hear the name Houston, I don't think Rockets. I don't think anything else. I think of the Houston Oilers, and I want that like powdery blue, <laughs> red, white kind of combo. And even if you're gonna throw in an oil rig too, I mean, whatever. Awesome entry,
1: like the like Edmonton has, where they have the oil rig come down, and
0: can't really do Oilers again. Why not? The Canadian Houston...
1: Football League has two fucking teams that are the same name.
0: <laughs> Rough Riders what, what, um, the Rough Riders. Um, what's some Connor McNavid's jersey number? Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Penalty on ninety seven uh, Oilers. Uh, oil, oil, oh, shit, which one is it? <laughs> you you gotta you gotta remember which arm is right for the right bench, right? Quebec, yeah, I, I agree with you. Go back to your Nordique I'll Go back class. to the baby, baby blue Blues, with the white yeah,
1: and white no... and with just the hint of red around the logo that they had. That's again, that's one of my favorite jerseys of all time. The Quebec logo. Simple, like the Devil's. Like it says it, you can see the end of the Nordique and mm-hmm.
0: And, and the and the, the little slash part of it being like the little hockey stick and a pucky kind of thing, right? Yep. Those are pretty cool. <clears throat> what
1: makes a great uniform? Is it the logo or the colors?
0: Logo. Because that's the only thing that you remember. The only reason I bought a Montreal Expo hat. Gary Carter. The second reason why I bought <laughs> a Montreal Expo hat. Um, Gary Carter, former Met. Um, the logo. The Montreal Expo logo. Yep. And and it's weird too. Is like you look at logos and you figure and and you know the the meme that goes around these days. It's oh I was you know like last week old when I figured out this Milwaukee Brewers oh, right M. It's it no it's a glove with a baseball. Right. No dipshit. It's an M and a B. Yeah. And 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 you look at it and you go, holy
1: shit, Yeah. mind blown. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh. Um. Yeah. Definitely. It has to be the logo. Uh The colors make the logo, but it's definitely a logo.
1: But I, I think personally of all the the major the four major sports hockey has the best uniform because it's not just a jersey and pants like mm-hmm. football every other sports not logo just shorts is shorts it's and, on a hat right yeah. or a hat the logos on the hat or the logos in one little small part of the jersey hockey, hockey has it the logo and it's, it's not just it's a jersey it's a helmet it's gloves it's pants it's socks where everything kind of has to go Mm -hmm. together. Like you could make really cool pants. Like you thought they were ugly, but the devil's green pants, pretty cool with the the green and red stripe going down. Like you can't really do that in a lot of other like football pants. You could only do what, maybe one or two stripes down the leg. And
0: and they can't, they they, they do, they do two colors, but it's like, you know, like black, white, black, like it's, it's that kind of thing. Um, no, that, and now that just say, you know, when, when they first had that last Heritage game, when, when they came out, um, you just look at it, and it was like, everybody around it, and even on social media, they looked at it, and it goes, holy shit, they look good in those jerse- yeah. in the, in those uniforms.
1: The Boston uniform in the Winter Classic was great. The bright colors, the stripes, the brown, which again, you don't really see a lot in pro sports. Um, the logo makes the jersey in hockey. I mean, they're simple with great Mm -hmm. logos, Detroit with the wing and then the the Chicago LA, the old school LA, not the shield that they have now, the Gretzky one, the Montreal with the C and the, the, Mm the H Toronto, the Maple Leafs, the devils have a great logo, great logo, simple color schemes. That's all you need. You don't need too many complicated things, but on the other side, hockey jerseys have the ability to do other iconic ones like the Ranger, no logo.
0: Just a just word, just a team name. The from team name, shoulder, shoulder to
1: hip. to, to hip, awesome. <clears throat> you know, that iconic slant name. Not a lot of teams can pull it off. Tampa couldn't really pull it off when they did the Tampa down. Well, you're you're the Tampa Bay Lightning. What happened to the Bay part? Mm. Um, Philly, I, I hate the, the color scheme, but it works for that city. The, the bright orange and the black and the white. Like, it, it makes you want to hate that team.
0: I hate Gritty. I mean, I I don't I don't hate the orange or something because it's a Mets color, but yeah, I mean, I can get it. It's you know I don't hate
1: the orange. I just mean it's it fits that city like it's just like like everything's a Halloween because everybody looks like they're wearing a fucking ugly mask in that city.
0: (laughs) No bias here. Um, So you so you mentioned um, does Seattle need a killer logo or killer colors?
1: I think the logo.
0: I okay, and so here's the thing. let's go let's go with what the Vegas Knights did, right? Um, I like the logo, I like half their um, color scheme.
1: I don't like the the sparkly red. I, I think I, the red on their arms is stupid.
0: I I I dig the shield. I dig that that little helmet thing. That even comes though, to a V. Yes, and again, it's like one of the it's like the Milwaukee yep. Brewers. Oh, it's an M B. Vegas Golden Knights. The V and and part of that that's pretty cool. I think, again, I th- going back to simply a hockey thing, they need a logo. And yeah. let the colors it just show that, like I like, that logo. Yeah,
1: like I like Vancouver's colors. I like the green, the blue, and the white. I think that's awesome. I think their logo sucks. Like that that stupid stick. The, the, would, the, no, no, the stick one's okay. Simple. <laughs> but I like that one better than the fucking sea with a whale at the end of it. The killer whale hmm that's see with the killer whale should yeah. be the captain's logo
0: that's a good substitute if you want to uh, just like the it.
1: the flames did with the a when they were the atlanta flames before they became the calgary flames if you look at the a it had on the New little jersey, flames coming out of the side the, yeah. yeah that's that was the logo that was a good throwback
0: see there you know it's a good thing that you said throwback, so we go into some WWE news here. Um, I don't know if you watched Raw. Um, Hulk Hogan came back to to a smattering of yays and mostly boos, uh, and did a Mean Gene Okerlund tribute. Uh, out of character, it was it was a Terry Bolia, not a Hulk Hogan. Um, Didn't
1: he thing. say something about it too? Like yep. I came down here as character, but
0: yeah, um, this is out of character, and he, and he paid a tribute. Did you actually watch it? Yes,
1: mm-hmm. I turned it on when I saw you tweet it.
0: Did Did you notice anything was weird? About it. Unless unless my ear caught something it shouldn't have.
1: Use the N-word? Because mm. this mother?
0: <laughs> no. Unlike freaking Harlem Heat doing an interview with me and, Oakland and Tell me <laughs> he did not just say that. Ah, ah, the look on Sherry Martel's face when he dropped the N-bomb. we just like, oh. <laughs> Tell me and, and- he did not just say that. So, did, was anything weird that you recall?
1: I, I thought it was weird that he hulked up at the end. No.
0: They muted out the
1: booze. Did they?
0: Yeah. It was strictly Hogan walking down. You saw people cheering. You heard All-American Hero. And that was it. Did not get goosebumps, though? No. Because my ears were like, wait a minute. There's nobody cheering. And I'm thinking Hulk Hogan, like you said, Hulk Hogan comes out huge pop. I even said it. I looked at. it, I go, where's the huge pop? The roof should have blown off.
1: They, I I think they ruined the moment by showing him come from the backstage. Like they should have just. Well, we it, all.
0: I, it it hit social media so fucking fast that he was doing a tribute that. Yeah, everybody, that's
1: what sucks about this shit now.
0: And, and, but
1: and, I mean, it was a good it was a good tribute.
0: It was. It, it, and if
1: there's a guy that's going to do it, and The way he ended mm-hmm. it with. You know you're probably calling a match right now, between- dude,
0: I cried. I will. I am. I will be a, a man's man here, and I say, dude, I cried with that when he said that you, um, Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby the Brain Heenan are up there calling a match, dude. I'm like, and literally, I sat there and I go with the My
1: Undertaker, not the Undertaker, the <sighs> Ultimate Warrior.
0: Yeah, and Randy Macho Man Savage.
1: Savage versus uh, uh
0: Mister Perfect and and, um, Piper. and and Roddy Piper. Um, with with uh, Andre the Giant being a special guest referee or, or some shit like that, I'm like, I, I started crying. I'm like, my whole fucking youth is dead.
1: Yeah, it's getting there. <laughs> it's definitely, when the Undertaker dies, that's going to be a
0: a big one for you. No, I could
1: really care less, but like, that's going to be the big one. Like, that should be the the page turning.
0: Oh, from 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 exactly. from the '80s to today, like yeah, uh, yeah. Like, like
1: technically. Uh, With the McMahons doing the all, you know, we're going to be fresh and blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. They should have did that on Monday because Monday was the first raw of the new year. That's the beginning. Do it now. Start it now. Start it at the Rumble.
0: Don't test you to see how you're going to feel about it. And then, yeah.
1: Because you know what? You built up momentum by saying it's all fresh. And then you had Christmas and you killed it Mm -hmm. because people weren't going to watch. Everyone knows it's taped. I'm going to watch it on fucking. I'm going to. Listen, just read about it.
0: Uh, uh, Another story in, um, a new, um, fresh organization is starting up called All Elite Wrestling. Um, I didn't hear about this. This is all news to me. This is Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks um, being Booker and CEO and president and all that kind of shit of this All Elite Wrestling. Financial backing being the um, Jacksonville Jaguars owner, who's like a huge wrestling fan ponied up money for this
1: now here's the thing are they going to travel or are they going to do like a tna we're just going to be in florida
0: um i don't know um but what i do know they signed their first big superstar
1: the aforementioned kenny omega
0: Mm -mm. perhaps you'd like to break some walls down
1: oh good for them
0: they signed chris jericho so i guess he won't be showing up the rumble Mm, nope so we were talking about uh Well
1: they're probably going to use him as a writer too. I mean with his wealth of experience and shit and he yeah. is a good writer.
0: And they were talking about uh Cody and the Young Bucks essentially having that dual role where they're bookers, they're backstage agent but they're also in ring well, performers.
1: That also worked out. That worked so know, well so for WC
0: Yeah, I know. But it, it's
1: Well, I have I have a story on here that that you don't have on here that I read today. Oh shit,
0: there's other names in here too. I didn't even read this. Wow.
1: That the WWE made a significant offer to Kenny
0: Omega. Did they? Did he did he squash it yet? Where
1: they offered him creative control.
0: Oh no. They went WCW Hogan Hall and Nash he Ra- said no. Good for him. Good for him. Now I say
1: this three weeks from now
0: <clears throat> when he signed when he shows with up creative control. Rumble. This could all and have been wins. a work. Yes. Yeah.
1: If it is a work
0: Yeah, it's a damn good fucking work. <laughs>
1: and he uses that as his angle. Like he comes in and goes, Uh, whoever the fucking commissioners are of these shows now I don't even mm-hmm. know and he's like, Well tonight you're gonna wrestle uh fucking R Truth and he's like No, no. I'm not <laughs> You're gonna wrestle R Truth. <laughs>
0: he pull, pulling a CM Punkish kind of role, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm, there you go, um, and another uh, newsy kind of item here outside um,
1: the WWE.
0: Yeah, uh, talk about a little bit of a uh, hardcore type of um, scenario. A um,
1: do and- you not when you hear this story? Do you not just think Joey Styles?
0: Oh, oh my God! God! <laughs> Joey Styles is prominently portrayed in our opening. There's a reason mm-hmm. for that. So uh, the WWE is in an uproar, and we can debate that a little bit in, in a little bit, an uproar over a star forcing a tampon down a rival's throat. I'll now, uh, yes, it, 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 we won't be going into the details, but you can imagine a woman using a feminine hygiene product in a similar way that Mankind used Mr. Sacco. Um, Santino. Santino Morello used the, the, the snake, whatever, whatever it was. Whatever it was pulling it out of her her ring attire shoving it down her opponent's throat and apparently the wwe is in an uproar over it jim ross said it was disgusting um did you hear her,
1: did you read her reactions to it no awesome awesome she basically turned around and was like go fuck yourselves she said so let me get this right penises yeah, funny
0: penises are funny and awesome A vagina is disgusting now that's a great it, 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 it is, is a group it is
1: now let's be honest i mean it's fake wrestling's fake yes okay
0: Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler fake. Alert.
1: do you not think that i don't know what the girl is i know she wrestled in the may young classic yes
0: but, and that's probably why they have a
1: right the, the wwe is upset but do you not think that the other that her opponent
0: didn't okay. It. Didn't
1: okay. It. Yeah. Do you really think it was period blood that they were putting? No, it was probably fucking Kool Aid. She probably had like a little side pocket where they keep their blade if they're gonna blade and shit. Okay. Spoiler alert. Okay, blood, <laughs> and she probably like did the. Oh, let me and I pull it out with my thumb. It's not like she's pulling it out of her vagina and like.
0: It is, and but here, but and here's the other thing, when the WWE throws this, oh, this is embarrassing. That, okay. Let's roll back the time. When you started watching wrestling, it was called the Attitude Era, mm-hmm. okay? We had the Generation X that decided to deface everything.
1: Val Venis getting circumcised by Dr. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, the Undertaker, um, one putting Stephanie McMahon on a cross and sacrificing her, slash cutting his wrist, letting Minion drink his blood. Um, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Road Dog. When, humping. Oh, not humping, butt-fucking, Okay. X-Pac, X-Pac running his
1: crotch and uh, yes. Rakishi putting his dirty ass, and let's not forget what the boss having yes. his kiss my, kiss ass, my con- ass
0: contest. Or, or okay, you you can't you can't erase history. Okay, you really can't. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just
1: learning from history. That got it ratings is- for them, and it got look, it got us talking about some no name fucking yeah women's wrestler, and we know how we I feel about women's wrestling. So, but, but, good for you, Tampon Talia, whatever your fucking name is.
0: Tampon Talia? That, maybe, that, that, maybe, that should be a show title. <laughs> maybe
1: maybe Tampon Talia should have, uh, <laughs> Snooker's daughter should have fucking took advice. Okay, brother. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Wrestlers who never should have come to the WWE, and there's yeah. a long list of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now again, I I was late to the ECW. Okay. Okay. I mean, I remember like going to my friend's attic and he had the illegal box, and it seemed like back in the late '90s, there was a pay per view three out of the four weekends a month.
0: WCW, have, ECW, w, WWE. WWE. There mm-hmm. would
1: always be one of those. So like I when when I'd always go to the WCW ones because I actually liked these WCW a little bit more than I liked WWE when I got back into it. And I'd always go to the W. I never really went to the ECW ones because I didn't really know the guys. Yeah. But the one guy I always knew was RVD.
0: Because he was essentially, if you have like a Mount Rushmore of organizational wrestling that you kind of pin your... Well, you
1: can do that. That could be your...
0: Mm, I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Rob Van Dam. Yeah. Uh, but he, like Mr... Mr. He, he was EC and W,
1: right? And then he tried to be Mr. Monday Night, and it, it just didn't it didn't yeah. work because he couldn't do. He wasn't good on the mic. He was always whole... like that stoner. Like, and they couldn't they wouldn't do it in WWE. But like most of the ECW guys, never really clicked. Yeah, you know, like Public Enemy, Mike Awesome, Raven had a, a kind of mini push. D. Malenko, yeah, he was a great wrestler, but he was boring as shit. Sabu, Jerry Lynn, Sandman. So
0: you, and you look at any anybody who is in ECW should have never gone anywhere else because you cannot get that high.
1: Doing hardcore.
0: Anywhere else.
1: I mean, the only person out of ECW that's ever really made it.
0: Taz? No,
1: because he didn't really D- make it either. It's Dudley's. Paul fucking Heyman. The Dudleys. Yeah, the Dudleys. Dudleys,
0: Paul Heyman, and Taz, probably. And that's.
1: But those, I mean.
0: No, no. You know who's number one? Jericho. No. Oh, my Jericho is WCW, not ECW. Come on. You, yeah, but you... Jericho
1: was in ECW.
0: So was Steve Austin. So me. was
1: Angle. <laughs> none of the women made it, like Francine and all them. Like, none of them made it into Just Incredible. Like, none of those guys made it.
0: Sonny made it? No, 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 no. Son, no, sorry. Sonny was born and and WWE. No. Sorry, um, no, be, no, because you want to know why? Because it was because it was Raven and and it was um, uh, God, what the hell is his name? Holy shit! You put it in here too, didn't you? Jerry Lynn. No, uh, Jerry Lynn Watson. Um, Glacier. The snow. It was pretty cool, and Mortal Kombat was awesome. But anyway, mm. um, no, what the Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. It was Tommy Dreamer and Francine and Raven and um, um, uh oh god, something McGillicuddy
1: wasn't she the one that Benoit's wife? No, she Benoit's wife that got choked out permanently.
0: No, um, that was um, I forget. No, she wasn't in ECW, but um, you know, and that was it. And they only had, they had cat fights, and that was it. Missy Hyatt. Missy Hyatt should have. Oh, well, I mean, she kind of made her name in in WCW,
1: but oh, we could. I really could have added fucking what's it called TNA guys that should have never came here either.
0: But you know what? AJ Styles is making a name for himself. Samoa Joe is making a name for himself. Um, I, I can go with those. That those are fine. Um, there the there are some other bigger like like the Vince guys that were in TNA. That have gone on to things outside of. Um, oh, we'll see who out, E.T. Carter does. Yeah, well, he was in the WWE before he yeah, went to TNA, not really, so not really. Um, you put DDP on this list?
1: Yeah, uh, he's. He... They just used him totally wrong when he came to WWE. Like he got that really, really good push, being the Stalker to the Undertaker, and then, that didn't pan out.
0: And then what was left?
1: And then he became positively Page. He's
0: he wasn't he wasn't he a wasn't, wrestler.
1: It wasn't a gimmick. He, he
0: was a manager. He managed Scott Hall as 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 um. A sponsor? No, as <laughs> as uh, the Diamond Stud.
1: Yeah, but he when he was in WCW, he was a wrestler.
0: Yeah, like, but he had
1: the title. Yeah, I know he did. He had, he did, the, he but had it's... the big feuds. I mean, granted, it was Cal Malone and fucking yeah Jay Leno, but he had the big feuds. Because he was a likable guy. But you
0: know what? So did Norman Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> so did Norman Smiley. Okay. He had
1: a brief feud with Austin. A brief feud. Like a month feud with The Rock. Like,
0: But I don't he, put was,
1: him... he was good on the mic. and he.
0: Yes. Yes, he was. I agree with that. I, he's not David Arquette. But there's not too much of a difference between David Arquette and DDP in my mind. Just because DDP oh. had a hot freaking wife.
1: We're that, gonna punch, I, mean, I might punch you in the
0: face. Oh, boy. this is, Yeah. Anyway, um, Goldberg. Yeah. Goldberg should probably have never been in WCW. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's what Bret Hart says. <laughs> says, <laughs> says.
0: Says. See, says. There you go. Says. Says.
1: <laughs> says. Smack on head. Get back. In.
0: Bret Hart should have never left WWE. No, he shouldn't have. He should have said, you know what? Fuck it. I'll retire.
1: He should have been on that. Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, kind of plateau where mm-hmm. these are the guys that.
0: Not saying he's not, but he lost a little bit of a of, yeah. of a of a of a glow from that.
1: And um, he didn't have a a a great run in WCW. He
0: was at the end of his career, ish. Yeah. Anyway, it was one of the, he went for the money, and and he got it, and that was it. And but, then he and they got he got
1: Goldberg. Came, everybody knew when Goldberg came, it was for the money.
0: And, and it was only and it was only because they both wanted times. And because they wanted him to, did he, they wanted to do a Goldberg Steve Austin thing so bad, and then Steve Austin had to screw up his neck. Yeah, and that that was it. the The signing of Goldberg was shot. Yep, and the hype was gone because it was about once he lost five in, years too late. Once he lost in WCW, his thing was over. That's it. You have a guy go one hundred and what sixty three and all or whatever, and then you lose. It's it's almost like uh, Ashka, right? She had a whole long run for the women's title, NXT, and and then she lost. And now what? Now she has a
1: title again. And she's fighting Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble.
0: And you know Becky Lynch is winning a title because...
1: Nope, she's not.
0: They're going to use that bitchy character for the bitchy character.
1: They're going to have her lose to Ashka and then have Becky Lynch win the Rumble, the women's Rumble.
0: I'll go with that. Becky Lynch is the hottest in both senses of the words wrestling and looks in the women's division and right then, now. And then you have Charlotte Flair, too.
1: Charlotte Flair wins at what's the next one? Fast lane. Sure. After the Rumble. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. Uh, the last one on this list that you put in there your for. your favorite. Yeah, I know. I, I, I wanted to see it really bad. And it, because he got hurt, it got short lived. And, and it's um, what do you want? The guy, the sting was 50, right? When he got You're hurt. hurt. You're 50. He was wearing t-shirts. He was wearing like look, if you're a wrestler, okay? And you you're 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 in your match and you're doing all this kind of stuff, but you're wearing a t-shirt. Oh, you're, Rock
1: Rock did that for a while.
0: Yeah, but that's the, when you, he had lipo. And and then, yeah, like all the women who get breast implants. Are um they're not real? If sting, I can touch
1: them they're real. Oh, boy.
0: Here we go. Hmm. Sting should have never gone to WWE. Um, the WWE should have came earlier. Mm, he should I should have never say, went to TNA either. But but you know what? He went to TNA and he made TNA. He he got it enough to a point where he got viewers to watch. But I I I, I simply just hate the fucking crow gimmick. I really do. I wanted Surfer Sting for like my whole life.
1: He's bald. He can't pull that off yeah, anymore. I, yeah, I know.
0: But at least you could like just bleach blonde his hair and just have it slicked back or something. But that whole face paint
1: shit, you like like bleach the... blonde with like I can't bleach blonde my scalp.
0: <laughs> he's I... got hair. Yeah,
1: he's anyway. got hair. He's holding on to it,
0: just like Hogan, where he has to wear his do rags every time.
1: Yeah, I don't want to see him wrestle
0: either. Yeah, yeah. He's a guy that
1: should have never left the WWE.
0: Yeah, but he made WCW. He, he made WCW. He it it was it was one of those where like WCW was what WCW was with Ric Flair. Yep. Hogan took it to the next level, made the, WCW. There aren't
1: many guys that can go, but come and go to both of those organizations or all three and be successful. Like Hogan did it. Flair did it. Yep. Jericho did they, it. Did it. Yeah. Um, Nobody from ECW other than Paul Heyman and the Dudleys and the Dudleys never went to WCW. That would be a good list. Like wrestlers that wrestled in all three and were
0: like your real Hall Superstar. of Fame kind of stuff, yeah. Look for so we we can rob him this kind of thing. Sting should have never went to WWE, but the WWE should have in, should should have inducted, or I mean, obviously it did. But in the event that he didn't wrestle for them, right? They in the end, should have inducted him into the into their Hall of Fame because of now they have they have a the whole freaking catalog. He Sting deserves that.
1: He can- is there anybody in WCW mm-hmm. that isn't that should be in the Hall of Fame that isn't. Besides Chris Benoit,
0: WCW wise, um, Vader, David Arquette, mm-hmm, David Arquette, Vader. Uh, who else? Um, not Harlem Heat because that's um, Harley Race wasn't WCW. He got imported into, but he, Harley Race was also WWE. Um,
1: that's a good question. Vader, let us know what you think.
0: Big Van Vader. I know he was big in Japan and he was big in WWE, but he was big did in WCW
1: too. Did you post that picture of Vader and I think it's fucking Sid, Sid on the walking beach? On the beach
0: with, with I don't know who that guy in the tuxedo. I forgot his name. Slick? So- no, not <laughs> slick. He was white, not slick. But the guy in the picture. You know what I mean, folks. You follow the accounts. You know you do. You just don't want to tell us. <laughs> Glory days. <laughs> you wanted your you, you wanted your Springsteen <laughs> karaoke. Go suck on your Springsteen, <laughs> folks. I sticks and super kicks podcast with your pals Robin Dave. Perfect blend. Professional wrestling and hockey talk. All in one little place. hsskpod.com dot Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the internet in general. Please do. Hey friends subscribe tell on your friends, subscribe. friends. tell your friends, friends mom
1: we should get a sign made up a big one so that when I go to Wrestlemania and I'm standing right by the ramp all you see is
0: HSSK podcast I'm in <laughs> I'm all in <laughs> uh, let us know what you'd like for us to talk about show during us the your tits HSSK
1: <laughs> podcast <laughs>
0: Thank God for a delay because the word t- the word <laughs> HSSK pod would be bleeped out. No, you know what? Becky Lynch would come walking down and yeah, look at it and go. <laughs> you wish. I'm
1: bringing Wow back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. So this is ends episode number twenty three of Jersey Pride, folks. Tell everybody about us. Tell us what you like to hear. What you don't want to hear anymore. What you don't like about the show, whatever. You want to be part of the show? You want to come in studio? Tracy, Rob, um, come on in. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. David, do you have any last words for the people out there who listen to our podcast?
1: Tell your friends and toodles.